Welcome to I Wish They Knew, a show where leaders in business and education share big ideas that deserve more attention in about the time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. I'm Joe Hirsch. Today's wish comes from Kelly Thompson. Kelly is a women's leadership coach and speaker who helps women advance to the rooms where decisions are made. She's the founder of the Clarity and Confidence Women's Leadership Program and has coached and trained hundreds of women to trust themselves, lead with more confidence, and create careers they love. Kelly's work has appeared in Forbes, Market Watch, Parents Magazine, HuffPost, and Working Mother, and she is the author of the forthcoming book, Closing the Confidence Gap, Boost Your Peace, Your Potential, and Your Paycheck, releasing this fall. Folks, put that on your watch list. Kelly, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Joe. So what do you wish more people knew? I wish more people knew that maybe their career ladder is against the wrong wall. So people are climbing a ladder, trying to get to that next stage, reach that next rung in their careers. And then what? They suddenly realize that everything they've been doing has been pointing in the wrong direction? Yeah. And you know, I think sometimes that's really scaring and surprising for folks. And I'll just use myself as an example, because I'm exhibit 1A. <laughs> that you know, many times we've been following lots of rules in our life from our families, our communities of origin of what they say we should do or what will make us happy. And so if we're high achievers, we go in and we check all those things off our list and we take those jobs and we get you know, asked for promotion and we take it because we get a higher salary, we get a better title. And for a hot minute, it feels so good. It feels good to be wanted. A little extra cash feels good. Maybe you get cushy new digs in the office and you've got a nice new title to update your email. But then sometimes about maybe two to three months after that happens, the new job smell wears off. And you're like, mm. oh, I'm just left with work. And sometimes that happens again and again and again. And people start to notice it energetically, like in their bodies. They're like, why am I so burnt out? I should be excited about this promotion. I be, should be excited about this leap. Everybody says that this was going to be a great job. And why do I just feel like this is such a struggle? You know, why is this taking a toll on me energetically? And I think sometimes folks get to the top and they start to, you know, feel those symptoms of burnout or they realize there's no there, there. And yeah. that's when they start asking themselves, I think some really hard questions. At least I know I had asked myself some really hard questions about, Maybe, I mean, like, shouldn't be climbing a ladder and maybe it's against the wrong wall. Maybe it's even on the wrong building. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, we all want to, to scale success and feel productive and feel successful, but it's that sense of, well, I'm pushing and I'm growing into what exactly. And I think that's exactly right. Like, where is that ladder pointing and have we lost course of where we're heading? Mm-hmm. So what can we do to, what can we do to get back to that? I mean, how do we know that we are up against that right wall? Mm -hmm. I think the first thing is to have a ton of compassion for yourself, because uh -huh. if anybody has ever been a career professional in one of those moments, maybe you're at the top of your game, maybe you've gotten the title and the salary that you've been just gunning for. I know I have clients that do, and I know I've been there too, to all of a sudden realize that maybe you are in the wrong career, or maybe you have been climbing the wrong ladder. It doesn't feel good. Like, it's not like, oh, cool, no big deal. We're just going to climb back down and go figure out something else. I mean, it can be a full-on identity crisis because so many of us confuse our who with our do, meaning what I do is who I am and who mm. I am is what I do. Mm. And so that can be a really big shock to the ego to all of a sudden go, oh my gosh, maybe I'm not this. 
maybe I needed to do something else, but I don't know what that something else is. So like step one is to have a ton of compassion for yourself in this moment and just recognize that many folks oftentimes get to the, the state at some point in their career. And I would say like the first next best thing to do is to ask yourself, like, is my career even in alignment with my values? And really ask yourself, like, what are my values? What do I value in an employer? What do I value in my work? Like, how do I want to be spending my days? What do I want to be known for? And many times folks find a lot of clarity, um, especially women who've maybe been told like, hey, this is what you should do to be happy. This is what you should do to be successful. Maybe there's only a few kind of quote unquote spots for women. And so they kind of go in areas that they think will make them successful is to really slow down and ask yourself, like, what do I value in work? And does my career even align with them? Am I even working for an organization that is in alignment with my values? And I think really defining and clarifying your core values is a great place to start. So getting clear on what you stand for and who stands with you in that cause is certainly important. What would, what would happen? I guess, what would be your best advice to someone who says, you know, I just don't know if the reason I'm not feeling energetic and alive at work is a result of the work I'm doing, Maybe it's because I'm doing it with the wrong people. Maybe I'm doing it at the wrong place. How would you help someone really get clear on the root cause of what it is that is holding them down? Yeah. You know, I actually have a five question career alignment check that I think is a good place to start with folks. And I'll just read through the five questions quick. And we've already talked about, you know, the first one is, you know, do my values align with the organization's values? Cause that can kind of help answer that question. Like maybe I like my work, but maybe like, for example, I love to be creative. If I have an idea, I want to do it immediately. And I worked for an organization that was highly regulated. So it took six rounds of approvals and six months to get any of my ideas implemented. It wasn't the work I was doing. I loved leading HR and training teams my organizations and my values and the organization's values didn't align. So that kind of was like, oh, maybe they don't work the way I want to work. So do my values align with the organization's values? Am I passionate about the company and who they serve? That can be another question on, am I in the right organization? Asking yourself questions about your talents. Like what's my energy level at the close of most business days? Like, is it high? Is it low? And then the, the next question is, does 80% of my work make me feel in flow? Does it use my talents? And those are some questions you can start to ask yourself. Okay, well, maybe it's what I'm doing. Do I even like the nuts and bolts of what I'm doing every day and the projects I have to focus on? And then is the work in alignment with my greater career intentions and goals? So I think those questions can kind of tease out, like, am I working at the right company? You know, do our values align? And they can start to help you ask some questions, like, am I even doing the right thing. I think the question you need to ask yourself about, do I like the people that I work with always goes back to that values questions. Do the people in my little circle at work, does my leader, do they treat me the way I want to be treated? Do they lead in alignment with my values? And so sometimes that can provide so much clarity to say, gosh, is this leaning against the right wall? Am I in the right group? Am I climbing the right rungs? Those sorts of things. So values, passion, energy, Mm -hmm. flow, and then goals. Those would be the five mm -hmm. questions that you really ought to think about, I guess, in terms of categories, you know, aligning your, your, your values, your interests, your hopes, your aspirations, and your competencies all together in this big mix of where am I pointing and am I moving in the right direction? Oh, so well said. You made it even simpler than I did. I love how you put it into the five categories. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Have we been spending too much time and attention on 
upward mobility, people moving up in their careers, and not enough time uh, people gaining the skills and the competencies to to broaden and build their careers. So like instead of ladders, should we be thinking about lattice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such a good question. I think now in today's world, especially with the pandemic, it's really forced us to ask ourselves some hard questions about the world of work. And that is who's in power? What do people want? What do people even value? I think for the first time, people stopped to ask themselves the question, is this even worth it? And people did exactly what you suggested. They said, you know what? Maybe I don't want that next rung up. You know, maybe I actually want to take a sidestep and go, maybe I've been in training just like I did. I was like, maybe I want to go be in marketing. I have an interest here. And so maybe my right next step is lateral. In my own career, I've taken step back, steps back. And I often said, sometimes you have to take a step back, just take a step forward. And whether that's taking a step back by, you know, there's been times where I've not managed people and taking a step in an individual contributor role because I wanted to learn a new skill because I had things going on in my personal life. And I think it's really important for us to have the conversation about how normal this is and taking a step sideways, taking a step back doesn't mean that someone's failing or that they're not, you know, doing what they need to do to be successful in their career, but that there's just many paths to success. And I really think we need to recalibrate and redefine what success looks like. And I think the pandemic has helped us with that and showing us that you know, well-being, mental health, and really noticing and managing and taking good care of yourself is just as important as maybe if not more important than it was all that ladder climbing that we talked about in years prior. Your book is about closing the confidence gap. And Whenever people talk about that confidence gap, they sometimes default to the simple and tried explanation of, well, if you don't feel like you have the confidence, just fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't love it. I don't know about you. I, I feel like it, it should be more like be it until you become it because we should be ourselves at all times. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah. You know, one of the things I write about in my book is I don't like to fake it till you make it either, because I always go back to let's show up as our authentic selves. When I really, when we're really nervous, when I'm really nervous, I've been teaching in public speaking for 15 years and I still get nervous when I walk on stage, I still feel a lack of confidence, but I always ask myself, like, how can I actually connect with my audience? Like, what are three things that they want? And when I can focus on them, sometimes it takes all those nerves up you know, off, but I kind of like your advice. And what I often tell my clients is when I get up is, you know, the actions of confidence come first, the feelings of confidence come second. So it's not a fake it until you make it. It's like, let's show up and know that we can deliver a confident presentation while also feeling nervous, while also feeling a little anxious, while also feeling a little imposter syndrome-ish, you know, all the things like we can, you know, show up and be confident while also feeling all of those other feelings. And when those actions get into confidence, when we take those confident actions, you'll tend to notice that the feelings follow because confidence is kind of like a muscle, you know, you like practice in the small stakes situations and and then it builds for the higher stakes situations. It's great advice. Kelly, where can people go to find out more about you and your work, especially helping women advance in their careers? So my website is kellyraythompson.com. I'm Kelly with an I. And they can also find out about the book on the website, or you can go directly just to closingtheconfidencegap.com forward slash book. And you'll see information about the book. You'll see my one-on-one coaching programs, my speaking programs, all the other fun things. Great wish. Thanks for sharing it with us today. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. It helps others find us. 
For more ideas on how to communicate with impact, visit my website, joehirsch.me. See you next time.